Hello, and welcome to Hard to Play, Roommates Gaming's bi-weekly video game-focused podcast on our new day, Friday. Yay! We were doing on Thursdays, but we decided to just push this back and readjust everything. This will go up every other Friday, and we are moving the sauces tray as well to go on this opposite Fridays. Coming back to it, my name is Justin, this is Josh, and Eric. We're here to talk about video games, do some fun stuff. Woo! Today... We're going to go over the Final Fantasy VII delay, because we don't care that Avengers got delayed. <laughs> We're going to talk about the Smash announcement, which at the time of recording is happening tomorrow, and at the time you see this video, it'll already be out, so you'll know what we were wrong about. <laughs> How are you enjoying Sora? Is he fun? I don't think it'll be fun, but I mean, I could be wrong. It's not going to be Sora, and it's not going to be launched. We'll get back to that. Uh, we're going to talk about the new Xbox, and... The conundrum with its exclusives. And yeah. That's all we're going to say about that for now. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about how Sony is skipping E3 and how I was wrong about saying they weren't going to do that. So that special guy in our Discord, way to go. You got me. <laughs> uh, Another first, victory. Have you met Roommates Gaming? I was going to keep it. I thought I was going to keep it. <laughs> you can find us on YouTube or on Facebook. That's where we put most of our videos up and where most of you guys see them. Every Monday we have a new gameplay video. This past week we had Property Dads go up <laughs> with me and Cameron. And it was a lot of fun. And there will be more of that coming later. But not so soon because this coming Monday will be Castle Crashers. Yep. Part 2 of Josh, Eric, T, and myself playing through. And getting lost in it. Getting lost, fighting pandas. For 15 minutes straight. Yep. <laughs> Almost giving up until a very rousing uh, speech. <laughs> Looking forward to it. That's good. Uh, you can catch all that good stuff when we share it on Facebook, or you can catch it on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash roommatesgaming. While you're checking that out, go ahead and check out our Twitter, Instagram. Uh, uh, I already said the Facebook feed. Check out our Discord. Links to everything will be below. You can check all that out. If you like listening to us on audio instead of seeing our somewhat attractive faces, you mm-hmm. can check us out on <laughs> you can check us out on iTunes, Google, Spotify, Anchor, pretty much any platform because we just throw that shit everywhere. We're little sluts. <laughs> little yes, <podcast>. we are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, with all that good stuff out of the way, we have one more thing to address before we get into our topics for the day. Josh, what do you got? Well, today being Friday, the day that this, <laughs> uh, don't don't think about it too much. Uh, <laughs> today, probably either the same time this comes out or later today, um, we'll be making an announcement. We've been teasing it for um, two weeks or a little more than two, or that a little more than two weeks. Um, but we have a special event coming out um, that'll be on January twenty fifth over on Twitch. Um, it's a celebration of 100 plus subscribers, and it's something that we've kind of talked about for like a little while, because um, we're wanted, we've always wanted to like do more than just what we do, do little more things that are more involved in bigger productions. Um, but we're doing the Roommates Gaming seasonal event: colon the Winter Olympics. <laughs> um. I just want you to know, in my head, that read as Roommates Gaming Seasonal Events, the word colon, <laughs> Winter Olympics. The, the colon, colon Winter, Winter Olympics, yeah. yeah. We'll be making sure that our, our, uh, col- our bowels are real nice. It's all about bowel strength. 
Do those, those sphincter tightens. Yeah. <laughs> it's cold outside, so you got to make sure you you give a nice hot shit. Yep. <laughs> Get them hot snakes out. <laughs> so I, I said that we need to keep that short, concise, and now I'm making jokes about butthole exercises. <laughs> Welcome to Roommates we, Gaming. We make butt jokes. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so you'll if you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, and YouTube and stuff like that, you'll definitely see the the full uh, rundowns uh, notice and stuff like that. But I guess we can go ahead and say we're like five events. Um, we'll be playing ragdoll runners for 100 meter dash and uh, long jump. Uh, we'll be playing mount your friends 3D for gymnastics. We'll be playing uh, gang beast for wrestling. And then Mario Tennis Aces for, well, you know, tennis. So it's actually. Um, actually, it'll be for Pong. It, it adds up. Yeah, it, <laughs> it adds up. It checks out. It's uh, actually beach volleyball. So. Oh, yeah, true. But this does seem like all summer events for a Winter Olympics. But, you know, we're having a Summer Olympics this year. I said uh, for long jump in. Yeah, Ragdoll Runners oh, okay. two. Okay. Okay. Yeah, two events, okay. Yeah, two events for Ragdoll. Okay. Uh, but. These are all summer events for an Olympics. Yeah. But, you know, we're having a summer Olympics this year, so fuck it, why not? <laughs> why not do summer games in the winter? Cause... Just because it's called the Winter Olympics doesn't mean you have to actually acknowledge that it's winter and play winter things. <laughs> but this is a, we already have, this is a four-part event that we'll do throughout <laughs> the year. We already have a summer event, and it's Smash, so we can't do the Olympics then <laughs> when it'll actually be taking place. To be fair, it's been... To be fair. Yeah. To be fair. It's been a... Abnormally warm winter. It so has been. It's works. like yeah. sixty yeah. degrees this, outside. This second summer, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> so eh, it all fits. All right. So more information of that will be coming out Friday the seventeenth. Yep. The event is going to be Saturday the twenty fifth. Yep. Right. We don't have time yet, but we're getting that yeah. nailed down. But we yep. do have the date for everybody. Alcohol is also pending. Yep. So. <laughs> Oh, it's right. not pending. It's going to happen. It's just in what amount is it happening? <laughs> we haven't told him that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So jumping right into everything. Every Jumping right into everything. Uh, Final Fantasy VII got delayed earlier this week. Uh, the new release date is going to be Friday, April 10th, 2020, which is six days before Cyberpunk 2077. You know, I'm I'm honestly okay with that because uh, my pre-order schedule was looking a bit crowded in, in March. In March, <laughs> so this helps me just plan them out across paychecks a lot easier. Oh man, I'm March and March and April were just I I didn't look at them separately. I just looked at them as a giant <laughs> fuck two month period. Yeah, <laughs> so, and it yeah, still is. Because yeah. <laughs> we were uh, talking about like. The games that are coming in, he's always been joking about that. He's going to buy four games I'm this year, four, and that's buying, all he's playing. I'm buying four 200-plus-hour games, and that's all I'm playing. <laughs> right. But I, I I joked, and I started thinking about the stuff that I wanted to get in this fucking only four-month span. I'm like, there's like seven fucking games yeah. coming out in four months that I want to buy. It's what the really, hell? really, really frustrating, and I know <laughs> I, won't, I won't finish a goddamn game. To, uh, to, to note on that, we have... All right, so we have Final Fantasy VII Remake now moved to April 10th, but Eric has Neo 2 on the Which 13th is the priority. It's the priority. Uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons on the 20th is my priority. Doom Eternal looks interesting, but uh, it doesn't even place on the rest of this list for me. <laughs> Persona 5 Royal on March 31st. 
uh, Resident Evil 3 on April 3rd, <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077 on April 6th. Josh's priority. Yep. Yep. And then in May, you have The Last of Us Part 2, which for me, just, you know what? Fuck everything. Um, on top of that, you know, I famously said, even on this podcast before, that I found out that on Animal Crossing, if multiple people play on one physical copy of the game, that you share an island. So I bought my kids switches so they couldn't <laughs> fuck up my island. Like you can play on your own. And now I'm just like, all right, so Animal Crossing times three, that's 180 bucks <laughs> plus this, plus this, plus this. It's just, it's ridiculous. Um, I'm pre-ordering Final Fantasy. Yep. I'm pre-ordering Neo 2. I'm pre-ordering Persona 5. And I'm pre-ordering Cyberpunk. And that's all I'm playing this year. All right. Yeah, because a thing that's not on the paper was, for me, I'm actually really interested in Kakarot as well. So Yeah, that comes out... This week, this, this Friday. Friday today, yeah. I will have been playing Kakarot. <laughs> this this week has actually got me interested in that game, and I wasn't before. I actually just wasn't intrigued by it, but I'll wait to hear what you, excuse me, what you have to say. Uh, on the Final Fantasy VII note, the delay was announced by producer Yoshinori uh, Yoshinori Katase, which I didn't mess up before, <laughs> and is intended to allow the team just a few more weeks to apply poly, uh, apply final polish to the game and deliver the best possible experience, unlike I'm doing with my wording during mm-hmm. this podcast. You should have delayed it. <laughs> yeah, should have delayed it. should delay it. All right, we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. <laughs> so, that was good. That was, that was good. All right. Um, I'm perfectly fine with this. I know. Yep, uh, I like, am too. And the funny thing is, usually when you see a delay online... It's followed by uproar. Yeah. I've like, seen nothing but positive responses yeah, to this. Like, like, I'm surprised that it's mostly positive because yeah. uh, I expected it to be hella negative. But honestly, I feel like people are used to Square delaying their games for True. extra polish because, I mean, they do it literally every game. Yeah. Um, Look but, at a long Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> yeah. And Final Fantasy 15, 15 got, delayed, got yeah. delayed for like five years. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it became a whole new game in oh, that time. Oh, it was a whole, a whole new game. It was game. definitely yep. more than five years. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but uh, just usual, the internet's response to anything like that is negative. Right. Um, so I'm really surprised that it's positive. Uh, and I'm surprised it's positive specifically for the remake, just because of it's, the, it's the remake. And... Um, the fact that it's already been technically delayed before that. Um, I, I know they announced it like three years ago. Like, hey, mm-hmm. we're working on this thing. Um, and then just not a word about it. And then they went, it's going to take a little longer than we thought. <laughs> See, the thing is, uh, and I don't know we've talked about this before. Like, they announced it technically, uh, was it 2015, 2016? When they, yeah, I think uh, 14 is when they yeah. first, they, they, they didn't show off the game, but they should be. They showed yeah. like the emblem. Yeah. And like we're working on something. Yeah. yeah. And then 15 is when that, I think the dim or not the demo, the, the trailer, trailer came out. Before that, they showed off that tech demo for the PS3, you know, when the PS3 was a launching console. And and the, you got to think at some point they were working on asset, you know, oh, no, definitely. at least asset yeah. design. No, I, I, guarantee, I guarantee you, like when 15 was still in production, yeah. they were still like putting together assets and whatnot. Yeah. This. Uh, oh, this would work well if we ever decided to redo Final Fantasy oh, yeah. 7 and just pushing team to team. So I really expect this to be kind of an amalgamation of 20 different teams that have ended <laughs> up working on this, just moving from island to island there. 
Um, Hell, it might not even be I mean, like the same thing that for, from that what started I've seen. Started <laughs> as, yeah. Yeah. From, from, I mean, from what I've seen from like uh, what what people were able to show from like demos and whatnot, the combat looks pretty reminiscent of the fifteen tech demo that we got. Uh, yeah. Before they changed the combat to what it what it became in the actual game, it's yeah. pretty reminiscent of that combat. Yeah. It's like got like Dissidia mixed with like mm-hmm. Final Fan. It's like Dissidia meets Kingdom Hearts yeah. crossover yeah. type gameplay, and I'm I'm fine with yeah, it. I mean, yeah, it look, I'm here it for it. Looks, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looks like combat that will be fun for someone like me who really likes hack and slashing mm-hmm. and having that like fighting game combo system, but not in a fighting game because I don't like fighting games. But <laughs> yeah. I, I don't like having to uh, become. I don't. I don't like having to become a game developer to understand how your game works, and that's how I feel fighting games are. So I don't like them. Yeah. Um, but hack and slashes have that kind of same thing where you have combos and you have to kind of understand frame data a little bit, but it's less necessary. Um, but it, Final Fantasy VII, ha- the remake, has enough of that to make me go, "I'm probably going to have fun with this combat." Yeah. Like when when they first showed off gameplay for Final Fantasy VII, and you see the over the shoulder for Cloud and everything like that. The I think the biggest thing that caught a lot of people off guard was. Where's my ATB? Because I like my <laughs> turn-based battles here, and well, they got it. Like it, yeah. Like it's it's still a function there, and there's there's been some promotion over what I think it's called classic mode in yeah. this game, yeah. but I don't know if that actually turns it into a stop turn-based battle or what the deal is. Um, but all the way around to say you don't have to worry about only using cloud; you can still come yeah. back to use other characters while you're playing through this. They showed it off now that you can bounce Switch freestyle between, between yeah. yeah. And that's something you could do in 13 to a certain degree. Yeah. And it's not something you could do in 15. Yeah. And I said that. Playing. Well, you can, you can now in 15, you can play as other characters in 15. Well, yeah, yeah now like at, <laughs> at, at launch, you could yeah. just jump from like jump around. But like, even you can only play as those characters in their stories. In their, yeah, in their you characters. can't switch to them yeah. in the main game, yeah. which is something I, I was kind of disappointed when I first played 15. I was hoping you could switch between the four characters so you could have four different play styles because when you're watching them do stuff, they all play differently. You know, Ignis uses magic and guns and Prompto... Uh, you mean no, Ignis uses magic Ignis and uses daggers. daggers. Prompto uses guns yeah. and, and cameras. And, and you know, Gladiolus is just a big tank wrecking face, dude. Yep. Um, so I was, I was like, oh, cool. So it's a different party style that doesn't really change. You, we can't switch out our party members, but at least we'll be able to switch through them. No, nah, just playing Noctis. I mean, whatever. Yeah. I still enjoyed it, but I, like I do game. like that they're bringing that into 7, that you can actually switch between your party members so you yeah. can have, like in the original ones and other classics before that you can actually have different play styles if you want to change it up yep. some <clears throat> and there's uh mechanics in there where <clears throat> your your characters actually combo with each other and it's actually beneficial to set up a move with like barrett and then switch to cloud and keep the atb going so it yeah. keeps it slow so you can actually get the command out fast enough unless you're good and you just have mutant fingers and you can do <laughs> things like frame one button presses knowing that this game is episodic it's I'm interested to see what this means for the rest of it. Like, I guarantee you this is this is a good move for the launch of Final Fantasy VII Episode One. Still not knowing where that episode is going to end or what's coming next or anything else. I'm okay with this. Uh, really just want to know, you know, how many times am I going to spend $60 on yeah. this project? Or is it going to be... 
buy this as a base game and then upgrade, 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 I'm, upgrade. I'm really hoping the first one is full price to cover production costs. And then the next ones will be more like installments on top of this one. Yeah. That uh, that would be the nice thing, but they've taken so long and they've pushed this one back again. I, I don't feel like we won't get... Part two is going to be on PS5. Like, I'm pretty sure, hands down, that's the next one that's coming out. And I feel like since these have been taking a long time, yeah, they're slowly working on part two, but I feel like it's probably going to be like three or four $60 games that we have to buy. Because if it's taken them this long to get episode one out, um, I don't feel like episode two is just going to be like, hey, here's a half a year and here's part two. It'll probably take a year, year and a half to get the next one. And by then they'll be like, yeah, you can buy another $60 game. (laughs) Because we don't, like we said, we don't know when the game actually stops, how much is in the game. They've said like 20 to 30 hour game. Um, or, But so who knows if the next one will be a 20 to 30 hour game. And then, well, if there, how many, they haven't even said how many parts. Is it going to be two to five, two to three, two to, is it just going to be one or two? Like, is it going to be yeah. all yeah. of the Midgard <laughs> stuff and then all of the open world stuff? Are they going to cut out all the open world stuff to just kind of make it more episodic like? To yeah. well, I mean, like Midgard in and of itself is like, it's the first, what, seven or eight hours of the original game. But that's in that top-down isometrics, you know, mm-hmm. rat box kind of kind of view for it. And they've already said they're adding story to the to certain characters. They're adding more depth to that world, which makes sense. You you enhance the scope of it, and there's got to be more to it. Yeah. Well, if you if you break it down into like the actual discs that came from the original game, disc one doesn't take that long. Uh, disc one's literally just an introduction to the game. Disc yep. two's the biggest part of the game because that's where all the open world stuff mm-hmm. is. Yep. But as far as story goes, there's not really a lot in disc two unless you're like determined to do yeah. everything in the game. Then there is a lot of story because there's a lot of side quests and yeah, character stuff. There's a lot of story um, in that world. But, there's, you can find but there's a lot of jumping around in disc two because that's the uh, disc two is when you really get introduced to the open world of the game. Yeah. Um, and as the only thing I can remember from disc three is literally the boss fight at the end, but yeah. um, I'm sure there's more on disc three. And that's uh, just because you replayed but, it. Somebody got yeah, it. But, 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 di- but disc two is so big. It's literally the only part of the game I really remember. Um, so I could, I could see this one being um, obviously everything on disc one. Cause I mean, disc one is mostly just mid Midgar. Um, and then maybe a little bit on two Cause there's, the, the Midgard stuff doesn't really finish on disc one, especially if you're stupid and you get distracted by the open world stuff and the game forces you to put in disc two because you're distracted. Um, so I, I could see the 20 to 30 hours being everything that happens to Midgard. Um, and then the next one covering most of the character progression and jumping around and whatnot that you do in disc two. And then disc three being... Or the next one, either being a continuation of that, or maybe just finishing there. Yeah, I, I completely and totally see. It. If I'm remembering correctly, you get out of Midgar, and you rendezvous at an inn in a nearby town. Mm-hmm. And when you get together with your party again, 
that's where you cut over to disc two and that's where you get the cell phone where you can communicate with each other and call people in and out. Might be misremembering that. But I'm sure there are some details in there. But. Like I think, I think that's where they're, they're going to move that point. Like if they're, if, if, if they're going to cut up the story that way and be like, all right, so this is the contained Midgar portion. And this is the open world sections that you can bounce around to get more backstory. We're going to kind of, force you to take on more of that than you had to in the original and then this three for the ending right i, I can see them restructuring that to be like all right let's pull that disc cut off point from disc one up to make that the end of an episode and then episode two will just be all of this packed in and then episode three will be you know the the, the end of that story uh but We'll still have to wait a little bit to find yeah. out, but it's not too much farther until yeah. we find out at least how it starts. <laughs> yeah, because we've talked about that before. Like, like if they did do that, like that's another reason why I'm like part two might take a while. Like, if they want to bring in the open world, because I know you you said that you would be a little upset if they took that away from you and made it like here's this next point, go to this next point, kind of thing. Yeah. If you take out Golden Saucer, I'm going to riot. <laughs> well, it's already in. You it's in one. Out, yeah, so. you, you can't take out Golden Saucer. That's where you get the Omni Slash Limit Break. Um, yeah, but you, you got to go back. <laughs> um, but, like, so but that's another reason, like, they'll probably be $60 games each, and it'll probably be a year or two before we get part two because they could maybe, they're like, this one will be more condensed, so that way part two, we can give them that whole open world. We can actually make... Because in two or in seven, the original one, it's all top down, so yeah. everything's really small. But if you try to, like you said, since it's a new perspective, make all of that big, it'll wind up being like as big as fifteen. So they'll have to make a game that's like as big as fifteen to keep all of that open world area into and kind of like do yeah. that. So <clears throat> I feel like that would probably take them a while. So there, uh, there is the. Or there was last week or so uh, the demo for the game that was found online, like the the de- like the the, demo the closed demo that some people got to play. Uh, there was a launch date for that demo slated for was it three thirty the day this game was supposed to come out, or March third, not the thirtieth, yeah, March third, the game that, the day this was supposed to come out. I'm curious if that's going to hold true if it was true to begin with, and will they release a demo on March third? allowing people to check it out for a month before the game actually comes out. Be kind of curious to see. And also, when it does come out, when we when we get and start playing Episode 1 of Final Fantasy VII Remake on April 10th, is there going to be information in that package that tells us when to expect Part 2? Or just a note, we're working on this and we'll have updates soon. What kind... Like, what are you going to give your consumer to ex- as far Expect as an expectation? For, yeah. yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. It, it kind of suck. Like get it's out. People play it. They beat it. And they're like, all right, when's the next one come out? And they're yeah. like, man, yeah. yeah <laughs> like when, how long do we have to wait between these guys? Come yeah. on. Why don't you have like a, well, un- a plan? Un- like, unfortunately, some sort of board, like even Kickstarters have some sort yeah. of yeah. goals. Un- Why can't you just Square let Enix us- has never really been good about release dates. Nope. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's a, they don't really care to let you know, or if it's a, we're not going to, set an expectation for this because if it takes longer, it takes longer. Yeah. Well, this is like the first time they've ever done something like this. So this is a different precedent. Like mm-hmm. this is technically not the finished game. 
Yeah. This is only a part, a part of, yeah. of a game. And it is like, so you have assets that you are obviously working on for part one that you're going to utilize yeah. in part two and onward. And they've already said, hey, we're already working on the second part and after yeah. that. So they have teams that are dedicated to that. I think they should be able to at least give us some notice. But it is not they'll, uncommon. They'll probably give us like a broad expectation. Yeah, as long as, long as, like, as it's like, like 2021. Yeah, yeah. they'll probably give like us that. a year. Yeah. But they, they've, they've never been one to set an expectation of when you can play yeah. a game. That's something I actually I actually hope they don't do. I'm going to take back what I just said. I really hope they don't put up a splash screen that says 2021 for part two <laughs> because then that's going to hold people to it. And if they delay after that, that's going to piss people off. Oh, it, it probably needs, will. Yeah, it needs to be like a social announcement. But it's it's not uncommon for companies to give you a piece of a thing. This yeah. is just a new thing for an, an overall game. But speaking of pieces being added <laughs> over time <laughs> let's talk about a smash announcement that happened yesterday uh <clears throat> last character so for this pack yeah sora our, does look pretty cool at our time it's not gonna be Sora. i changed my mind now, now that we've gotten to see it because you know this this came out afterwards now that we've gotten to see it sora does look i mean i probably won't main them but i'll i'll, I'll check them out so we are recording this again before sakurai makes his announcement tomorrow morning it'll be on uh thursday the 16th you'll see this on friday the 17th so again let us know how wrong we are join the I'm join not. the discord for that or do the comments anyway at me my twitter's in there at me he doesn't even know what it is but find it um this is happening the sakurai announcement is happening on thursday morning and also on Thursday is a Devil May Cry 3 announcement for Nintendo Switch. It's not happening. They're doing an announcement <laughs> tomorrow. They're doing I want an it. announcement at the end of January and another in February. I want it as bad as you're insinuating, but it's not happening. How coincidental is it, though, that they're holding two Nintendo Switch announcements on the same day? Just because Bayonetta is in the game one, doesn't mean Dante's getting in. One for a Sakurai character announcement and the other to release the first part of information about Devil May Cry 3 for coming to the Switch. Listen. If Dante got put in the game, there's no way to balance him to make him as good as everyone else. He'd be way too good, and everyone would... It'd be Cloud and Smash 4 all over again. But you want it. That doesn't mean it should happen. <laughs> Just because I want it doesn't mean it should happen. I've, I've learned the lesson that most people on the internet have never learned. That's remarkable. Good job, man. <laughs> He's learning. <laughs> and I learned it way quicker than they did. <laughs> They're still never going to learn. Uh, it's not going to be Sora. I'm going to go ahead and tell you that because Disney is not going to let that Disney's not going to let their name be plastered all over smash. <laughs> and that's, that's just them owning their properties the way they do. Not necessarily anything wrong with it, but they don't share things like that. And you can make the argument that Sma that Sora is a, is a square character and a square entity, but no Disney's like, we're connected to this. <laughs> and, uh, it's, everything surrounding Sora has to be tied to Disney in some way because it is a shared property, a shared character. Or so. it could be a sign of good faith. And also Disney 
is planning to add a new gaming thing platform underneath their banner oh, and just God. absorb it. Yeah, okay, sure. It's Disney. They have the most money. Quitting this Nintendo. fucking podcast. They would never. <laughs> Do a, it doesn't matter if they would never. It's just Disney Black. like, all right, here's all of the money. Literally we the only thing now. that would oh. cause that to happen is actual corporation wars. Yeah. <laughs> that is the only way Nintendo's bending to anybody. Dude, if if... Because just this week we had the Super Mario World Universal announcement. If Disney announced that they were just taken with Nintendo to start, <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, there's <laughs> still a theme like park over here. <laughs> we got a, we got theme Nintendo, parks everywhere. Nintendo World would be cool though. Yeah, uh, it looks awesome. You get a wristband and everything to like. There are blocks around the town. Like you can go jump up and hit them and stuff, and it collects like a imaginary currency to use at places. That's it's awesome. actually really cool. Uh, <laughs> I was watching that presentation earlier. Um, so, I am reasonable. <laughs> Eric is... Reasonable? No. <laughs> what are you thinking? Um, like, I... Dante seems like... Not happening. An all right... Like, I'm not saying it's going to be Dante, but it seems like an all right fit, because um, it's not like he... We, uh, as per cloud, he do, they don't obviously have to be on the Nintendo console, even mm-hmm. though technically now that yeah Dante's on the Nintendo console, console with one, two, and three mm-hmm. um, collection package or whatever. Um, I actually don't think they put a collection package. I think you have to buy each game. Each game in. Yeah, you do. It's individually, which was weird when that happened. That's really dumb yeah. there's because there's every HD version yeah, every of time all three every of time them. they remaster those games and put them on the PlayStation three and the PlayStation four, there was always a bundle for them. Um. Nintendo's getting that coin any way they can. <laughs> um, but he's he would be a decent fit. Um, I'm just tired of sword fighter, so I don't want another well, sword fighter. Well, lucky for you, he wouldn't be just a sword fighter. He's got guns. <laughs> he's got guns. He's got a guitar. He's got fists. Well, which Dante would you use? Three, <laughs> obviously. You, you, you use three. <laughs> um, they, they, use a, they use a Devil May Cry 3 announcement to announce you're not even playing as Dante. It's actually Nero. Nero is the Nero. one. If it's, Nero, if it's Nero from 5, that'd be dope. <laughs> but honestly, I feel like, like Sora and Dante... Or, like, those characters, like, I see on list of people, like, they seem more, like, wishful thinking. Yeah. Um, but, like... You're going easy route. I can feel it. But, I, honestly, like... I mean, it's the path of re- least resistance. I don't necessarily want it. I wouldn't really play it. I wouldn't really play this character. But, like, it seems like it'd be a good fit because of the game that it is. Minecraft. Yeah. Like, Minecraft Steve and then Sarah, the female version. Yeah. Um, obviously easy pilot swaps. They have a bunch of tools in the game to use as weapons or move sets. It would knock your block off. Um, it would, you know, broaden My, Minecraft, Steve, Steve and Sarah would make a lot of sense. It would, uh, or is her name? I think it's Alex, right? Yeah. It's, it's Alex. Alex. Yeah, Steve and cause, Alex. Cause everyone was confused whether it was supposed to be a girl or not because Alex is yeah, sex. It's Steve and Alex. Um, but it would help further Nintendo and Microsoft because Microsoft does own Mojang, but also but they want it to be, they're like when they bought it, they're like, this is not going to just become our yeah. thing. Yeah. We it, still want it to be the big we're preserving Minecraft for what it was, what it was. Yeah. We still want that to be all in company. Anybody, if you play it on phone, tablet, all these things, we still want you to be able to do that. Good guy, Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, good guy, Microsoft. So like, I feel like Steve would be an easy fit. Yeah. 
YouTube. Like Steve, Steve is Nintendo already has the the talking friendship with Microsoft. Yeah. It would just be an easier step to yeah. be like, hey, here's a new character, but yeah. we won't know. Yeah. Well, you guys know, but we won't know until it actually yeah. comes out. But I feel like Steve might be a good one. But it's actually just going to be no none of these three. It's going to be some random fucking character. That yeah. It's going to be a psych bike. That's, that's actually, it's actually it's going to be not the character on the bike, the bike. And you're just going to play as a motorcycle. <laughs> I, think it, I think it should be the character on the bike because now I'm thinking about was it Pet Cemetery 2 when the dad, like <laughs> the evil the evil zombie dad, puts the motorcycle tire on the kid's face and revs it? I just want that as a final <laughs> smash. Now. You're right. welcome. We're yeah, at, thank you. Thank at, my, whole, my whole world changed. They're actually using one of their DLC, one of the DLC slots for another legacy representation, and we're actually going to get Gino. No, we're not. He well, died in a fire. I would love he, to he get Gino, but we wouldn't get a Gino. Like that's that. I hate to say it, but that whole thing is just dead. It is <laughs> never ever. I would love to see a seven star remake, remaster, some sort of appreciation for it. It's I would. Gone. We had Paper Mario, but then they fucked that series up. Yep. We only had two good ones, and then all the rest suck. <laughs> we <laughs> had Thousand Year Door is dope. That's though. what I'm saying. Paper Mario, Thousand Year Door. The next one suck. Next one suck. Next one suck. Next one. Su- I've literally only ever heard people talk about Thousand Year Door when when Paper Mario is the topic. Thousand Year Door is the only thing I hear people talk about. Um, on the topic of Thousand Year Door, uh, there or I'm sorry, on the topic of Paper Mario, just throwing this out there, I uh, put out a tweet uh, last week saying that I wanted to dig through some of the stuff that I got in Humble Bundle and other things like that and uh, play some of those smaller indie games that I kind of just never thought about otherwise. I'm going to think about streaming these. So I checked out one or two, and there's one called the Swirl Scouts that I got, and it's basically Paper Maria, but (laughs) instead of Mario, see what I did there? But I haven't gotten to, like, combat or anything yet, just, like, little puzzle solving and conversations. It is remarkably vulgar, (laughs) but hilarious. I'm enjoying it, and I suggest you check it out. Nice. Uh, Yeah. Actually, a lot is Edelgard. No, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, Edelgard. It's yep. Edelgard. Oh, I thought you said anal guard. <laughs> it's anal guard. Anal Coming guard. to smash, anal guard. <laughs> I mean, we do the, need we do need more villain right For all the salty people <laughs> playing smash, anal guard. <laughs> Keep that anus tight. Do you get butt hurt easily? <laughs> easily, yeah. Try anal guard. No, but Edelgard, it's going to be... How are y'all enjoying Edelgard? I mean, we do need more villain representation, so... So... Yeah, man. Uh Uh-huh, sure. (laughs) Yep. She's not a sword user. She uses an axe, But she has all of the maneuvers of a sword user. (laughs) For confused audio listeners, Josh just took a drink of water and gurgled an answer. (laughs) Because apparently he can try to speak and drink at the same time. That had to come out, because I I, I just mentioned no more more sword... No more sword characters. I'm tired. Of them, all right. You're right. It's actually going to be Travis from No More Heroes. I would actually really. Oh. That would actually be dope. He'd be a sword user though, that Josh. I don't dope. care. <laughs> they're, they're making a new one. Yeah. His his down B can be charging his sword. I think. I don't know if they put that one in a T-rated game because he's know, jerking yeah. it off. He's just shaking the batteries to get electricity going. <laughs> they're going to be. They're, they're supposed to be additional characters after this patch. Yeah, there's so another yeah, patch. Yeah, there's a season out. two. I would almost think that Travis is going to be. He has, to, especially he has since they're yeah. making a new game that's yeah. supposed to come out this year or yeah. supposed to come yeah. out this year. I really feel like if it's not this pass, next yeah, pass got to be primed to be an addition. Yeah. Um. So 
Steve, I think, is a good recommendation. I could totally see that happening. Yeah. Master Chief, not so much. No, I hate the people that say Master Chief. Chief. It has to be a joke. What? It has to be a they joke. They cannot be serious about yeah. that. Microsoft is weird with their properties, but they are cool with sharing them out to Nintendo, and it's good to see that relationship. Uh, but on the topic of Xbox and Microsoft and their properties, the, the headlines are floating around that the Xbox Series X is our next topic. The Xbox Series X will have no exclusives for the first year, and that is poorly worded uh, <laughs> because it's not it's not going to have exclusives the, for that platform. Yeah, that's just, a Series, Series X, X only yeah. kind of, yeah. They'll be playable, like at least their first 12 months of consecutive titles will be playable on Xbox One, and of course, all of their first-party titles are available on PC. Uh, and allegedly going to be in the Game Pass service. So I think this is weird as far as promoting a new console <laughs> to, to say that they're not going to be there. Yeah, it uh, seems weird like does, on paper. It like does, It just seems very yeah. obtuse. It, it does seem weird. Uh, and that's pretty much all I'm going to get into about <laughs> it is that I think that's a weird con- a weird way for promoting something that you're you're putting out there as a sales product. Now, granted... You're not hurting. You you have you have hardware in other places, and you're basically saying to everybody, just like you did with Minecraft, hey, we want you to experience things. We don't want to tie you down to this. Yeah. And they've already been very clear. And when they showed off the Series X at uh, the Game Awards, that's not the next. The next Xbox is Xbox. Box. Series X is a model of the next Xbox. So, however many however many tiers or variations of that there are. I just broke the code. There's going to be four. There's the Series X, the Series B, the Series O, and the Series X again. Oh, God. We, uh, no, it's uh, actually Series S, E, e and X. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Series X. Yeah, that's exactly... It's, it's, it's going to be the Series S, the Series E, and the Series X. That's exactly what... Series S, small, E for Elite, X for... X extra yeah <laughs> extra Xbox extreme extreme <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they're gonna be connectable and stackable yep they're, little, <laughs> they're, they're all little towers they're all little towers that just yeah. connect together yep. they get stronger when you connect so when you put the S E and the X together you get the Xbox I'm gonna buy X a, I'm gonna buy a bunch of them and just line the walls of my room <laughs> with them and then you'll die I'll just have a supercomputer in there you, what you do is you buy enough to build a hammer. <laughs> you crush PlayStation. That's what they're with playing. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> By our powers combined. So, I think that's I think that's a weird business approach, uh, especially if you're trying to get people to play on your latest and greatest. From parents and things like that, specifically who go into a store like, I can get this game on the Series X, but my kid already has an Xbox One, so why do I want to pay for this extra thing? I feel like that next level. Uh, that, that that next generation exclusive feeling is being taken away there. And that's the only, I, I think they're delaying it, but it, that's pretty much it. You know it, what I mean? Cause Sony is going to come out just like Nintendo did. They're going to come out with games that you can only play on the next, on the next generation of yeah. hardware. So I feel like it's. I feel as a consumer like that takes away from the incentive of, buy, of buying a Series X. Not that I necessarily would anyway, because I have an Xbox One and I have a PC, and if I can play those games on either one of those 
console or either one of those systems instead of spending four or five hundred dollars on a new system to play games on i'm probably going to do that unless i see something that just absolutely floors me i don't know if you fix the ui on the series <laughs> x god damn it i might buy one if it's not what we have on the xbox one yeah because the xbox one ui is god awful it's so bad like i'm 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 still already I, I know i'm getting a playstation just because they have they have series of exclusives that that appeal to me things that i want to see follow through i want to see come to fruition they own studios that make games that I appreciate the caliber of. But what are your thoughts? See, I think they're not necessarily worried that you aren't interested in buying the next console because I think like their idea is they just obviously they probably will eventually phase out. Like by the next holiday, Xbox One will probably be phased out. But I think they're just trying to let people like slowly ease onto it because what they did, they they've already tried it out with the store at first and now you can do it online where you can actually finance finance an Xbox S regular index if you want to. Um, and I feel like that's the model they're kind of like aiming for. You're going to be buying basically like a cell phone. You're going to be buying when you buy from Verizon, you're not necessarily really buying this you're buying the ability to talk on it and use their data and stuff like that. And I feel like that's what Xbox is leaning for, where you finance your new console, but you're, but in that bundle is ultimate with game pass and live. And that's where they're trying to get you because that is where they're making their most money. Because if you want to play games online, you have to have live, um, if you want to play a big catalog, they're enticing you by pay money for Game Pass. We have like over a hundred games on it. Some games that are older, some games are new, and like they've specifically said, "Hey, all new exclusives are coming to Game Pass." So like people are like, "Oh, that might make me want to." So even if they just try it for a little bit, they still got your four, five, ten dollars for that one month trial or a dollar. And and notoriously, companies don't really make a lot of profit off of hardware. I mean, just because of like, like for game consoles specifically, the graphics cards that are using them most, most of the time those come from AMD or, or uh, NVIDIA, which means NVIDIA and AMD get part of the, part of the sales of that console. They're both running AMD if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah. I think both Um, of the new ones are using AMD. uh, And then any, any of like the circuitry in it, if there's a patent on that, whoever owns that patent gets the money from that. So I, I could totally see them just not really like this being like a turning point where they're like, honestly, who cares? Realistically, like most of the overhead that you have for consoles are not in the actual like development of them, but the R and D teams, the technical support teams, the people who actually have to research, like, all right, there's a bug. We got to figure out why it's going mm-hmm. on. That's where most of that money is going, but that's getting paid for by membership Chip subscription, subscription programs. Yeah. that are yep. like, Hey, you and know, a 78 cents of this is paying this yeah. guy for an hour. Yeah, because, like, like and if you... Sorry, go ahead. Think, like, if they have one of the things they like to say, like, a million subscribers for Game Pass, so that's <clears throat> 10 bucks a month $10 from million a million dollars. people. Yeah, $10 million a month. <laughs> a month yeah. to make that much. Like, it's the same thing with, like, GTA. That game is still relevant because people still buy shark cards for some fucking reason. Yep. <laughs> like we're still s- making NDA. For some reason, people every, are still buying shark cards. Every month, like hundreds Hundred- of thousands of people are just dropping 20 bucks on that game. It, what the? F- 
Well, I mean, how people still pay for Final Fantasy fourteen every month? Yeah. I mean, wow, every month, wow, stuff like that. Like, yeah, and that's it's the same thing. Like you're paying for content. Yeah, but. and and uh, circling back on uh, Josh talking about the financing of an Xbox console, that's actually very a, a very sneaky way to make more money off of their consoles because with financing, usually um, you pay all of the taxes, the, re- the all the taxes that would be required through retail upfront. And Microsoft usually sees none of that money, or Microsoft yep. would usually see none of that money. And then on your installments, they make all of that money. Yep. Mm-hmm. With a little bit of interest and fees just because they're not seeing it immediately. They'll eat it on the front end to get yep. it in the back. Get, yep. Yeah. So, like, so they're, they're, they're going to end up making more money off of consoles that way. And yep. if the series line is how they plan on doing it, that, that fits perfectly because then they could be like, oh, well, you have your your low, your mid, and your high tier, and they all cost varying amounts of money. This one might be 400 This one might be 700 This one might be $1,000. i am not... That's not yes. it, but... If it's if the thousand one give me the high end being a thousand dollar micro or it better Xbox be like a micro PC. PC. Yeah, it better um, be a micro PC. So and then you pay for that one like up front with your taxes, but then every month you pay like twenty bucks or ultimate plus financing. So you're paying like an extra you're paying like fifty, sixty bucks yeah. or a month until you pay it off or yep. until yeah. it's fully it's paid off and then you have that console now, but by then it's been maybe a year and a half. Yeah. Well, now they have the a new like maybe you started off with the mid tier. You're like, actually, this one's getting kind of slow. Trade it in. Trade it in. Switch up, and then it won't be any kind of like downtime. You you won't have to go. I don't have the five hundred dollars when this game ca- or this yeah. when this console came out. Well, you don't have to worry about having yeah. that five hundred dollars. You just got to pay the eighty dollars tax yeah. up front. Bam, that's in your house that yeah. day. Yep. And w- with the financing, I'd be totally willing. Like if if they wanted to have like a high high end version, that's Essentially, Basically a PC. A, a PC without Windows on it. It's just it's literally just for playing video games. And it, it, I'd be okay with that because, like you said, that's that's going to be like a sixty-ish dollar monthly payment, assuming like a two-year payment plan. Um, and I'm going to be paying about the same upfront in taxes. And it also takes out the hey, I'm buying a five hundred dollar console plus I need like two or three games, games to go. Yeah, with. because yeah. if you yeah. give it's so, bundled with pass, like there, yeah. that's why there's like no down. It would be yeah. like no downtime. You'd be able to keep your trend. You keep your live profile with Xbox Live yeah. and Game Pass. You'd be like, oh well, now I just got to download these new games. And if they ever try streaming, because I know that's something they've talked about with the X Cloud or whatever. Well, you still have all those Game Pass games on cloud, so you can just start streaming and then eventually let it download and then go to the real yeah. game mm-hmm. so i mean it seems very weird like on paper like what's the reason if i have a pc if i have an xbox one what the fuck's the point mm-hmm. but i feel like there's some not sneaky stuff but they're like we're not letting every smart we there's some weird <laughs> smart stuff we're not yeah. letting on to everybody yeah. right now it's, it's definitely it's, stuff that's going over our heads yeah. probably it'll, intentionally it'll definitely make more sense once they announce the other Their, yeah, the other consoles and the what that plan is going gonna to be, be yeah. and how x how x cloud pay, <laughs> plays into it what the final pricing on ultimate is going to be because it is understood that that's going to change. Like, it's going to PC is going to change. change the so, least, yeah. Uh, right now, because I checked, I checked the other day because I had to renew my ultimate. I'm one of those people like I, I want to buy a year. I don't want to pay for this shit every month. Mm-hmm. And um, I went and looked at it. I'm like, all right, so it's fourteen ninety nine a month for ultimate if I want to get it for the console and PC, which I do, so I can just keep my Xbox Live and everything. Uh, or one hundred and eighty dollars a year. 
I'm like, it's not terrible, but it's definitely more than I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it, it's just one of those things where you got to weigh it out in the end and see mm. what works for you. But uh, I don't know. I'm. I mean, it's it's a it's an interesting plan, and I just I think more or less this is the way that the media has been, and I don't yeah. like saying the media yeah. is a bad thing, <laughs> yeah. but it's really the way that it's been construed in in the announcements of saying, "Hey, the, it's the perception of yeah. the media." Yeah, and for a person who has an Xbox One that doesn't really play it, I'm like, "You're not doing a whole lot to no. entice me to get one." But we'll see how that looks. Most, mostly, what I'm ta- what I'm taking away from this conversation is that I really want Sony to come up with a finance model too. I want Sony to follow this plan. Like, mm-hmm. and, it would be neat, and I think. PlayStation Now is so much better than it used to be. Yeah, they restructured it, it gave it a better price point yep. and stuff like that. And I so think it was this kick in the ass from Game, game, game Pass. Game Pass yeah. And uh, they got rid of PlayStation View. And I'm like, that's fantastic because you're wasting assets building out that part of your business. Like, let that go. Bring in Hulu TV or YouTube TV, whatever choice you decide to go with as a partner. And find some way to focus out PlayStation Now as a revenue stream where you could do the same thing with gold and, and PlayStation now, just like Xbox is doing with Xbox live and game pass and let that, let that kind of add to you, put mm-hmm. a better game, uh, game lineup, bleh, game, game lineup. Yeah. No. Uh, and, uh, let people have that promise on day one, day and date when they walk into a store to pick up their PS5, that they can go home and they can play their PS4 games or whatever games that you have mm-hmm. on your service that day. Yeah. So that I don't, like, me specifically or anybody, we don't have to walk in and spend an extra 60 bucks for a one-year uh, PlayStation Plus membership that then applies I... to PS5 and not PS4. Yeah. Like, that would piss me off even more, knowing that, and I'm a, I'm a Sony fan, but knowing that Xbox is like, yeah, one one subscription, like for all all, all tiers. Yep. And Sony, if Sony came out and said, yeah, well, PS Plus for PlayStation Five is a different membership than PlayStation Four. I don't think they would do that. Yeah, I don't like that with the, three and four. That, that seems like it'd be a really obviously wrong place would, to go. As Sony has made some obviously wrong choices a couple <laughs> yeah, times. Yeah, they they have, but I f- I feel like they've gotten a lot better at. Understanding they have to follow some of the trends. I think they have to. (laughs) Instead of going, no, we're going to forge our own path and we don't care what the trends are. I think they have to. And I think that's... I really want them to follow that financing trend. Because I I really think it opens the door to having like a $1,000 Xbox and a $1,000 PlayStation branded mini PC. And they're just going, you can finance these. Maybe, Eric. Maybe that's something they're going to make in their announcement. Whenever they make an announcement, since according to our next topic, PlayStation's not attending E3 this year. Yeah. Uh, earlier this week, it was confirmed they are dropping out. And per in GameIndustry.biz, Sony will not attend E3, saying it is not the venue for what they are focused on for this year. Video games? Video games. <laughs> so uh, Sony also said that they will be attending hundreds of consumer events around the globe in 2020 to promote the current lineup of PlayStation exclusives as well as the upcoming release of the PlayStation 5. So we can baseline assume that they are developing two versions of the PlayStation 5, kind of like they did with the Pro and the Slim now. Uh, 
that hasn't been confirmed or anything, but it's something that we can almost assume, right? I would like to see them follow that same sort of financing option as well. I would like to see them have a deliverable PlayStation Now experience, much like Game Pass, because honestly, kind of going against what I said in our last argument, I think they're going to need it. Yeah. Like if you're trying to convince people who aren't a brand loyalist to you which console to go with, Microsoft is delivering a lot what? more available titles yeah. across all, all platforms. Whereas, like, for people who are loyalists, like, we're not, we don't, like, we're not in the console wars no, or anything. I'll buy uh, whatever console looks whatever like Whatever looks like the best. Yeah. But, like, we do enjoy PlayStation. Yeah. So, we're not worried. We'll, they're not, we're not worried about it. We'll get next PlayStation 5. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, I'm gonna buy a PlayStation but 5. But if we yeah. weren't, honestly... Like, and I haven't, like, the 360 was still probably one of my favorite consoles. Oh, yeah. But, and the, cause, uh, just because the PS3 just kind of sucked. But it did. the PlayStation 4 is one of the best consoles, like, ever. And the Xbox One kind of fucking sucks. <laughs> um, just because how all of the things that when they set it, the price point of the initial, uh, the, like, this is a media thing. No, give us the fucking games. Yeah. Um, but like... A video game console should play games. Yeah. That's all it should be good at. Yeah. But from the, like, outside, like, if I didn't have a preference already and I saw the PS5 coming out, let's say it's $650, and then... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying let's yeah. let's give it a like they've six, done it before let's so. okay i'll say 500 let's say 500 for the playstation 5 all right cool or if it's something that they're going to continue the points i could get the series x for financing that's only going to be 50 bucks a month until i pay it off but i could go ahead and start playing games right now i don't have to buy another game with the playstation 5 mm -hmm. i don't have to buy lot i don't have to buy gold with it I'm going to have to buy gold with the PlayStation. I'm going to have to buy a new game when it comes out. But with this model, I can just get this and take it home. Just start playing games. Which I hope PlayStation sees and goes, maybe we should adopt some of this stuff. Because yeah. now that they've restructured now, gold has already has always been a better price point than live has. It's always It's been like 10, 20 bucks cheaper than live was. Um, maybe. When you say gold, you mean PlayStation Plus? Yeah, Plus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's um, it's like what forty bucks compared to sixty. Yeah. Um, so they have the opportunity to have something lower price point with now that they've made now cheaper. Now and PlayStation Plus has always has always been lower. They can bundle those two things together and let you finance the PlayStation, take it home that day, and bang, out of the gate, you can go ahead and start playing games. You don't have to worry about, well, I need to buy a $60 game right now, but then that makes it $150, or $560. And if I want to buy live, so I can, or uh, plus, so I can play with my friends, then that's another 40 bucks. Free tax. Yeah. So, I really hope they kind of adjust themselves to add to that model like the xbox is doing just so it's like more convenient for like consumers like, yeah um and i feel like that's one of the reasons why they're like not necessarily focusing on e3 because e3 and them have had like spats in the past and e3 is kind of 
changing oh shit sorry okay. itself too because now they've rebranded as and in like this year is like influencer stuff which is fucking stupid very stupid very dumb like e3 started off as like a consumer event anyways or more like investor and like retail and consumer kind of thing where there weren't public people there weren't there was just like review people magazine newspaper and like investor people um, then they were to show off new games, show off new mm. products, kind of like CES, but with games instead. Right. Basically them proving that they could earn the money they promised. Yeah, but then now they've like added more pageantry, this becoming more like Comic-Con, and Comic-Con seems neat from the outside, but it's just a bunch of vendors everywhere, and if you get lucky, you might be able to get into a panel. That doesn't seem fun at all. I prefer State of Play... Or I prefer the, like, even other, like, like EA doesn't do theirs during E3. Because E3 used to be, like, a three-day event, but now it starts two days before. Yep. Um, I feel like EA, EA, E3 is dying, and I think some companies know it, but some companies like Microsoft still kind of want to hang on because they don't have that plan yet. They don't have another kind of, like pageantry show to do anything for because like playstation already had like the psx before like so they already had a backup plan if they needed it they could show off things that, or they could go to gamescom or any other of the hundreds of like packs and stuff like that to show off games and stuff like that and since they've added state of plays where they're basically nintendo directs but for playstation they have the opportunities but microsoft doesn't have it so they're still trying to cling on to that mm-hmm. e3 so i I think it's a smart move for PlayStation to get out of E3 because, honestly, I, I think they see the ship sinking and mm-hmm. they're trying to go somewhere yeah. else. They can set up their own press conference if they want to do something for the PlayStation yep. 5. They can release a state of play if they want to show off more games. So eh. that's that's probably the way they're going to go with it. I mean, I mean, Nintendo bounced before that. They, yeah, well, they've long time, like seven years ago. They've only been. They only have like people there so you can play the games yeah. but they've been away from the conference for a while now yeah. the uh i do want to say that xbox does have an external they do that inside xbox thing yeah. uh but that, it's and it is i mean it's true. a large stage production that they put on and they invite people to it and they do it a couple times a year but the viewership like outside of that venue the people that are invited the viewership for it even though it's live is not great compared to how many people tune in for just that 20 minute state of play? Mm-hmm. That 20 minute direct. I mean, if they pull out of E3, where they else have, are they going to go? They have to, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, and I mean, this that's just that's saying just E3 because both both parties show, show off titles at different things like yeah. TGS. But, but E3 is like, like the one that the everyone one. knows. Yeah. They have like an hour long conference yeah. to talk about. And but it's a, heavily like advertised and whatnot. But I mean, what's to stop them from moving that to Gamescom? You know what yeah. I mean? Like where you have, but that is a major industry event that mm-hmm. happens to have people there, like fans there. Yep. But that is a huge industry event. If they're, if they're like, all right, th- there's more professional for us to do this at a venue like Gamescom than in Los Angeles where the ESA is showing time and time again that they don't care about the businesses and the professionals so much. They're just letting in all these extra it's, people for yeah. extra money. And, I know we've had this conversation before. Like, it's cool if you want to do that, but extend the event. Like, give it three days for the public after you give it 
three to four days for those mm-hmm. presentations. Yeah. Right? Don't try to mix and mingle because that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Like it's not going to work at all. And uh, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. It's funny because you, you mentioned EA's already pulled out and Bethesda pulled oh. out. And they do theirs pretty much right across the street Street before the before the event kicks off. And uh, it's they book time slots. If you look at IGN, GameSpot, anything like that, they book time slots for E3 that aren't part of E3 (laughs) because they know, hey, people are paying attention this weekend. Let's pack it in. And if Sony does a state of play, they usually do these on Thursdays. You can expect it to be right before E3 starts. Yeah. So they can jump in and Phil Spencer has been very clear. Hey, we are attending E3. Like we're going to be there because we still believe in the ESA. We still believe in this, this and this. And we want to show you guys the great things that we're working on. And I guarantee that this predates Herman Holst, but I guarantee he's sitting in his office like, all right, we're going to beat you by four days. Like we'll put (laughs) something out four days earlier. It just tells you, 30 to 45 minutes of just game games, yeah. not us walking across the stage to toot our own horn, not this, this, and this. Now bringing on the celebrity, like yeah. the Keanu thing was neat, yeah. but like, we yeah. don't, don't, we don't need, need to, we don't need that. We don't need to spend that extra. They probably spend millions of dollars oh, yeah. on the presentation. They do. Oh yeah. <laughs> just to announce a few games. Mm-hmm. And not every year is good either. Like yeah. nope. some years are like, what, what got showed off? Like, what is this? Is this, or you could do something that's already pre-recorded, that's already to the point, just concise. Here's the next game. Here's a little bit about it. Next game. Here's a little bit about it. Keep going. That probably doesn't take much money at Especially all to do that. In-house. in-house much, yeah, yeah, you just probably get whoever your in-house video team is, and then you shoot the footage. You throw in the trailers that are already made, and then you just have the CEO or the whoever is presenting said play you don't president or whoever just talk about it for a little bit and you don't have to worry about yep. doing it live and having nope. things mess up this this is what this is what i think they should do and this is just me as a dumbass um <laughs> sometime in february or march they need to show off the playstation 5 hardware mm-hmm. right they need to display it then three titles that's all you need to show off three trailers from first part of at least two first party and one third party game to get people excited for your console. Right. And then at the end of that, at the end of that same presentation, just a state of play showing hardware and that's it. Three titles at the end of that say more to come soon. And the week before E3 put out that 45 minute, just fucking blast reel of trailers or one hour blast reel of trailers, the same time that you would have used for E3, right? But you use those three trailers as a fish hook attached to your hardware announcement so people can see what the, because let's be honest, the average person didn't listen in to, to hear how many HDMI ports is this I thing had. Yeah. yeah, nobody gives a shit. Like we want, I don't care how many teraflops it's capable. Nope. You want having, to, you want to see it perform. You don't want to know what it performs with. Right. Take that as you will. So a couple of titles to just demo it off. And I honestly think knowing Sony's past history with them, I honestly think one of those titles either in the hardware reveal or in their pre E three showcase will be a call of duty title. It would almost have to be. Yeah. Because they've had that contract for years 
as far as, you know, the collector's edition PlayStations and everything like that. But if you show off the next COD running on your hardware, knowing that is a large... It's not us. Yeah, it's not, it's not us. us. But it's a very large crowd of people who buy consoles for that game, who it buy would, this, who buy it would generate Call excitement. of Duty every year. Yep, it would generate excitement. Mm-hmm. So, like, oh, shit. I can although get, the, yep. way, the way Call of Duty has been going, it might do the opposite and generate a lot of negativity. Yeah. Yeah, I thought they said they were taking a break from Call of Duty for like a year or something like that. All right, get EA, get FIFA. Yep, yeah, sure. Everybody will go. buy FIFA. That'll, yeah, that'll, <laughs> yeah, that'll, yeah, do, that'll it. do it. <laughs> yep. get, get A and get FIFA because, I mean, shit, you're going to have them coming in like, all so, right, well, there we go. So, <laughs> I'll so, just buy the next PlayStation just so yep. I can play FIFA. Look so, how good it looks. So, exactly. It's so, going to run like shit. But. So you're saying <laughs> show, show FIFA, show Last of Us 2, and then something from a third party. Last of Us 2 is a PS4 title. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, damn it, it looks pretty enough. I guarantee <laughs> they're going to announce. You know, this will upscale or upres. I I I can't help but feel like that's a reason that title got delayed when it did, and I can't help but feel like that's a reason that Final Fantasy VII is getting delayed. I have. I, mean, a... I can't help but feel like that's a reason that Shishima's coming out in summer instead of last holiday or in the spring because they're going to be they would have loved to hit the they would have loved to hit the the fiscal but i think sony sees it like man when we released the last of us and then we turn around and release last of us remastered remastered. yeah like it hit hard so if we just upscale those titles that'll probably buy us some favor Mm -hmm. i'm probably wrong in that but i can't help but shake the feeling that that might be a little bit of the reason for that delay for polish. Well, so. yeah, and also I feel like it'd be a great way to, mm-hmm. instead of having to worry about, we don't have that many exclusives for the PlayStation 5, we may have like one or two. Well, we'll just put the game, like, I have a feeling that Cyberpunk 77 is going to be a Xbox Series X and a PlayStation 5 game. I just have a feeling it'll be just like GTA. We're like, oh, cool. I got GTA. All the new consoles are out. Well, I guess I'm getting GTA <laughs> new consoles. <laughs> yep. um, well, if they're both backwards compatible, it won't yeah. matter. And there is upscaling in several. Like That's a thing that you have in PlayStation now because they look for it in 4K versus 1080p. Mm-hmm. And they look for it for HDR versus non-HDR. So I don't see any reason at all that that, you know graphics patches can't be thrown out to say, hey, you know, you can up-res this for this title. You can up-res this for that. Obviously, that won't work for everything. Yeah. Nobody's going to fucking open the Crash Bandicoot collection and <laughs> hope that shit gets up But, you know, for these graphically enhanced Horizon and uh, The Last of Us uh, Part Two and things like that, Ghost of Tsushima... I, I would almost expect them to. Sorry, I, I know this is not what this discussion is, and we're you know slowly wrapping this topic up. But you and, gotta poop. No. Oh, okay. Usually when you bring <laughs> <it like that. laughs> no, the horizons, uh, zero dawn. I I think they're going to Sony will either. I think people have been talking about next month they're supposed to do something. I feel like maybe one of those two games. I, I think two of the games is going to be uh, Horizons 2 and a trailer or, hey, Spider-Man 2 is coming because they've already been trying to work on it. And it's Sony. They want more Spider-Man. Yeah. They've made money off of Spider-Man. Mobius trailer just came... Uh, 
Morbius. Yeah, Morbius trailer just came out, and it's tied to the MCU. It's also got a snip of the Raimi suit from from PS4. PS4. So I feel yeah. like they're wanting to like, hey, we get we get Tom Holland after their after the third Spider-Man movie in the MCU. We get Tom Holland. We are trying to create a universe, and what better way to help create that universe by giving you another Spider-Man game that gave us some money? So yeah. I feel like it'd be a great time to do it because i could totally see spider-man coming out in 20 2021 yeah 2021 i can see that. that i'm not saying like it's like gonna be out this year but they who they always show gameplay trailers before yeah. the game ever yeah. comes out a year before the game comes out so it'll be a great oh cool the new a new spider-man universe movie's coming out a new spider-man game's coming out oh yeah, seriously, how much can that island change? They already have the assets for the <laughs> Spider-Man game. So, I mean, shit. Sony like, owns Spider-Man, so yeah. they could just be like, oh, yeah, hey. Yeah, hey, Insomniac, that's all, <laughs> all you do. All you're doing, yeah. <laughs> just give us one more Spider-Man, then you can do whatever you want. We got to make that Spider-Man money. <laughs> yeah, we want to make another Ratchet and Clank. You can, later. <laughs> not, not we right want now. Spider-Man money. <laughs> yep. Money me now. Give me Spider-Man money. <laughs> yep. ask, ask Sucker Punch what happened when they said they wanted to make Sly Cooper. No, you make ninja games. <laughs> Make, you make games with ma- people with magic flying out the fingers and shit. That's all you do. <laughs> like, yeah, I I can absolutely see them uh, putting heavy heavy work into the assets for Spider Man. I can. Horizon Horizon Zero Dawn Two is a is a given. Like that game's coming. Yeah, it's one of the worst kept secrets in that <laughs> industry now. But uh, such a good game. It's I, I haven't even finished it, but damn, that game is good. <laughs> like I just like the the tall mechs or whatever i'll grab i'll ride those things just to look at the vistas around like it's so good how fun that game is and um i mean i'm i'm entirely in for it i just i think horizon would be a good first party to show off or in a kill zone a good kill zone would be nice <laughs> i i like it but I think that's one of the things that would hold off for the later presentation. Yeah, I because I don't think Killzone has the following now that it, that it did before, and also if you want to show off a first person shooter, you need to show off one that's going to draw outsiders to your console, like Call of Duty, like yeah. Call of Duty. Um, and I don't, I because Xbox usually does like a Battlefield console bundle, don't they? Like, they, yeah, because yeah. EA is more for. PlayStation, more for Xbox yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, well, Activision uh, was for Sony because they made deals with each other, and that's yeah. why Destiny got all the exclusives it got for PlayStation. Well, not anymore because Bungie does. Sony drops a Destiny three announcement. <laughs> <laughs> it's never gonna happen. <laughs> but God, man, that'd be a crazy one. That'd also be a way to lose faith for a lot of people. <laughs> Uh, that's like that's what I honestly think is Sony needs to have something with a solid two to three anchor, a two to three yeah. game anchor, uh, something to generate excitement for the new console. Yeah, they don't need to. They don't need to mimic everything that Xbox does. I don't think. I don't think Sony needs to have like an indie development program or no. indie outreach no. or anything like but that. The buying or the model, like the phone model with financing and having now and yeah. plus bundled. Would be a great, yeah. Right uh, now, a smart move to follow. Right now, PlayStation Now is too damn expensive. 
for what it is. Yeah. Like, I like that they've put more things on there because they just added uh, they just added God of War. Did they add Spider-Man? Maybe. I can't remember if they put Spider-Man on there. I know Last of Us is on there, and they shuffle titles from time to time. But if you want to make that viable for the upcoming generation, you tell everybody, hey, we're loading all these awesome PlayStation 4 exclusives onto that service. So all of them are playable day and date on PlayStation 5. And if you get that message across, you can keep that price point where it's at because that'll open up the library and that will attract people. But like you're saying, bundle those together. Put PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now together in a a subscription package. If you want to finance your consoles, go for it. If you don't want to, avoid it. It's a good it's a good measure. We can see that working now. But I don't know. I think they're going to they're going to do fine either way. Both of these companies are going to do just do fucking fine, fine oh, yeah. either way because yeah, Sony people is, like us who play games. But Sony is totally fine leaving E3 behind and I'm here for it. Cool. Yep. Just give me concise hour long 30 minute presentation that yep. I don't have to worry about some celebrity coming up and like flubbing over their words or some skittish in the developer trying to get his point across i mean it's sweet sometimes like oh they really have the passion for it but sometimes i'm just there to see the games yeah no 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 awkward white dude in a grass skirt playing flute yeah just just, none of that. that just just give me the games tell me when they're coming out when to expect them and let me see them yeah and i'm good Exactly. <laughs> like that's that's what I, and if you're doing if they're going to be doing these hundreds of consumer events in 2020, let people know where those are at. Yeah. You know what I mean? If the if cuz if those are things that, you know, hey, we're we're doing this in the southeast or we're doing this in the northeast, we're going to be at PAX, we're going to be over here. Let people know so they can come out. If people if people want to make that venture and you're saying you're doing these consumer events, let the consumers come see you. Put like, make that list available to people to say, "Hey, this is your schedule. This is where you're going to be." And let people come see you. If you're not doing those state of plays or whatever you want to call them, those product announcements that are going to be loaded up on YouTube or whatever site, however often. I know the PlayStation blog is extremely active, and all that stuff will be found there. But give people the information they want. Don't just say, "Hey, it's coming." Yeah. So. Get in front of your message. That's all I can say. <laughs> Any last thoughts? Um, I think that's it. I got nothing. All right. Uh, before we wrap up, what are you guys playing right now? Uh, right now we're playing Borderlands 3 because we're addicts. Yeah, I saw you on Borderlands 3 yesterday. Uh, and, yeah, we've uh, been playing some Borderlands 3. But since it's Friday, I'm playing Kakarot. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I've also I've also been playing nice uh, nicely done. I, I, <laughs> and I've also been playing some uh, Divinity Original Sin too. I saw that too. I uh, I don't creep on you when you're on PlayStation. Sounds like you are. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I understand. I understand how the PlayStation like, like the interface. Yeah, interface works. Right It'll just randomly like, hey, by the way, this friend's been playing this for God knows how long. Yeah, like uh, because it's alphabetical, you usually do pop up toward the top at some point. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've, I've seen that. Uh, so other than Kakarot, you just playing Borderlands with him? Or? Yeah, uh, we've yeah just been playing Borderlands. I. It's funny, like, I was playing The Witcher for a while, but I got to, like, the same spot that I did the last time I played. And not that I'm not, it's not, I just was, I wanted to play something else. Yeah. Because I got the Game Pass, I've been, 
I have been playing um, Forza Horizons uh, 4, um, but besides that, besides Horizons and Borderlands, uh, yeah, since it's Friday, I'll probably be playing Kakarot gotcha. until I get tired of it. I, uh, <laughs> I know we talked about this beforehand, uh, before we started. I'm playing Undertale for the first time. It's fun i expect to be done in a couple hours though because it doesn't feel like long it doesn't feel like it's gonna be a long game yeah it's uh, longer than you expect really yeah it was like 10 hours yeah something like that yeah. but it, it definitely grips you so like it feels like it's got you there for a while because surprisingly how simple it seems yeah it's a really fucking good game yeah. like i'll i've noticed already like uh i'll be walking through and i'm scrolling from one side to the other and i'll see sands standing somewhere and if there's an alternate path, I'm going to take that first. It's like <laughs> yeah. the, it, it kind of the the game player in me is kind of like, hey, if he's over here, that's where you're supposed to be going. So go check out other stuff first. And that's worked to my advantage and remarkably against me, depending on the situation. <laughs> so um, that's that's fun I'm playing it on PC a little bit when I have the when I have the time to do so. Uh, apart from that, not a whole lot else. Like uh. I haven't really played too much on PlayStation or Switch the last couple of days. I've been kind of tied to my computer and seeing what I can get back into with that. But uh, yeah, yeah, I did get really into wanting play mm-hmm. wanting to play Pokemon again when the direct came out about yeah. the new expansions. I was like, okay, <laughs> was it August when the when the first part of that? How far I think, out is that? I think July. Yeah, it, I think it just it, it's either July or summer. Yeah, um, twenty twenty, and then fall twenty twenty. So it'll probably be July. Yeah, twenty twenty, and the fall one will probably be like October or something around the same time the the game actually came out. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm totally there for the expansions. Like, yep. people can complain about like this should have just been stuff in the game. Yeah, I get it. Like, and as a Dexer. My problem wasn't that, oh no, all of the Pokemon is just the way that they worded it seemed very awkward. Yeah. But now I think I know why they worded it the way they worded it. If it's not in the Galar decks, it's not in the game because they had probably already had planned these two expansions. Yeah. And an NDA keeps them from talking from saying about it. they're actually more than just. They made eventually a pull in all 800 and mm-hmm. so Pokemon through maybe another expansion because both of these are going to add an 100 each. So yeah. that brings them up to like 600 from the 800 and like or almost 900, 900 Pokemon yeah. that are in the game. Yeah. So, I mean, that, you you can almost expect them to get strong-armed in one way or another and like eventually... Because if it is... If these do run through fall of 2020... Yeah, it's a whole nother development year to scale these things and get them in. I wouldn't say rush anything by any means, yeah. but you got to think that's kind of what they're thinking to begin with. I mean, uh, it's a it's a good way, or it's a good strategy for them knowing that they obviously don't like making big, complicated games. It's a good strategy for them to pad out the production cycles of all of the stuff that has to go into putting 900 Pokemon into a game. Because it could be the end of a third game. It could be the end of... Not necessarily generations, but they could do a Gen 9 and just make an expansion every year that just yeah. kind of adds onto that world. So you can keep playing as your character with your Pokemon, but just go to another world and play with new Pokemon. And But, I mean, it's I, I like it. And the other two expansions are supposed to, supposed to be, technically the game is all in the wild area. Like it is in the, like where instead of having like your strict roots uh these two expansions are going to be 
like open. Yeah. Um, which is what I think everybody wanted. And I feel like it's a good way for them for like them to slowly work for like a Gen Nine being all open world, all open world. I'm 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 entirely in support of this. As as I've said before, somebody who was separated from Pokemon and came back, and I think Pokemon Shield was probably my game of the year for 2019, uh, just because it brought me back to a to a uh, game that I or a franchise that I didn't care about anymore, and it was fun to do with for my like- kids. <laughs> Yeah, fifteen years. Yeah, I played the shit out of Shield too. Yeah. Like, Oris did that for me. Yeah, <laughs> I I honestly like this model for con- continuation more so than I honestly felt intimidated as a consumer looking at Ultra Moon and Ultra Sun coming out when I was so distant from that. I'm like, why the fuck would I want to spend two hundred and forty dollars <laughs> to buy these games over and over again? But with all that said. I think that's all we got. Yeah, it's done. Yeah, all right. Yeah, well, there we go. Huh, it's, about, it's about no. that fucking time. Let's <laughs> no, get the hell out. About that time. <laughs> Again, we will be making an announcement sometime today regarding the <clears throat> Roommates Gaming Seasonal Event Winter Olympics. Winter Olympics. And check us out next week for more Castle Crashers. Next Friday, we'll be back with the sausage tray. We did skip last week. Thank you for being patient with us there. But we look forward to talking to you guys again. Please. Check out the links below. Join our Discord. Get in the conversation with us. Throw us some ideas for stuff you'd like to talk to us about on the show that we would that we can talk about and entertain you guys for an hour and a half, or just talk to us in the Discord because we like to talk in there and and we are very active in it. <laughs> surprisingly, so we appreciate your time, guys. Again, thank you for joining Hard to Play. My name was Justin. This was Josh. This is Eric. We'll see you next week. Bye.